Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. God bless you, everyone. This is Carlos Rivera. Remember why we're here. Look what Colossians chapter 3 verse 2 has to say. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. God wants us to keep our mindset and our heart always pointing towards heaven. Store up riches in heaven by getting people there. See, this is so amazing. Knowing that the ultimate treasure in heaven are people. That's right. People getting to heaven, God using us, amen, as vessels to lead people to Christ is the most powerful thing as a Christian that we can do. See, the enemy will always try to distract us with earthly battles. That's right. If we can keep our minds focused on just what's happening here on earth and, and the challenges that we have and, and all the battles that we have to fight, then he, he can keep us distracted from why we're really here. You see, we need to stay focused on the war that's happening in the heavenlies. The real battle is the souls of men. See, we get so caught up with winning arguments that we're losing people. Mm. I've seen it happen and we have to be careful that while we're sharing truth, that we're sharing it with enough grace and enough love so that people can receive it, amen? So it doesn't feel like they feel condemned and they feel like they're less than, right? We have to share with such love and, and of course, cover them with prayer so that they could understand it because the Bible says that the things of the spirit are hard to comprehend through the carnal mind, right? So we have to be super intentional about understanding that the reason we're here is to be testimonies and witnesses of what Christ has done so that our lives will lead people to Jesus. Let's demonstrate this radical love. I believe that's really the key to drawing people to Christ is to demonstrate radical love and allow God to love them through us. Us sharing God's love with others makes such a huge impact. You know, when I came to Christ, I remember being surrounded by people as they saw me coming to Christ at the church. And then God just brought certain people and this couple was such a beautiful couple and they discipled me and gave me access to them. And, and they got me through some of the toughest times, especially in the beginning when you're first trying to make that transition from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. There is such battles that we go through and that's when we really, really need people. And I believe that people that surrounded you and I during that time, that initial transition, those are people that understood their purpose. They understood why they're here. And the ultimate calling that all of us have is to point people to Jesus because now people have an eternal life. They have a hope in their lives that only God can give. And when you do that and you witness and you become that person, then God can use you in a great and mighty way. Walk with your feet on earth, but your heart in heaven. Oh, come on somebody. Walk with your feet on earth, but your heart in heaven. See, know that the ultimate purpose for every single one of us here today is to make sure we're being a blessing to others and that through our lives, through our words, through our actions, 
people can come to Christ. Part of, of that testimony is what we verbalize. It's what we speak. Speak your victory. See, we, we need to understand that, that there's an enemy of the soul. There's the enemy that's constantly trying to oppose you, that's trying to condemn you, that's trying to accuse you. See, but we need to understand that the devil is a liar. But what we say is so important. We need to understand that the words we speak carry so much weight. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 37, God's word says this, for by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. You know, the Bible talks about idle talk, gossip, and causing division. I tell you what, that is such a horrendous action that we have to be so careful. We have to guard ourselves against it. And you need to understand that the enemy is listening. The devil reacts to your words. See, he will believe whatever you tell him. That's why it's so important that we speak words of faith, words of encouragement, because when the enemy hears those faith words, it crushes them. Come on, somebody. The Bible says resist the devil and he will flee. You speak those words of faith. It totally destroys the works of the devil. Talk like a victim and you'll become one. See, we need to understand that our faith words, you know, lets the devil know exactly where we stand when it comes to our relationship with Christ. When you can attack the devil with God's word and he'll be dejected be discouraged uh, at the end of the day when you speak god's word to the enemy just like jesus you know when jesus was led by the holy spirit up to the mountain after he was baptized he was led into the wilderness the bible says and in that wilderness he was attacked by the enemy in you know during that wilderness time he fought back using god's word kept saying as it is written man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You, when you know the word of God and you begin to use it, you need to understand you're speaking victory and the enemy will be defeated. Let your words create the environment for victory. So when you speak in the morning, you wake up and say, good morning, Holy Spirit. This is going to be a great day. Thank you for the victories that you've already aligned for me today. When you begin to speak like that, then all of a sudden the enemy's put on check and now you can create that atmosphere, that environment where victory, hallelujah, is prevalent, where victory is a priority. And when you do that, I guarantee you'll see the impact every single day in your life. And I also believe that as you continue to go forward in your victory, as you speak it out, as you continue to understand that the enemy uh, doesn't want you to know why we're here, and we're here for the sake of others as well, except the unexplainable. In Isaiah chapter 55, verses eight and nine, it says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So amazing so powerful. What a great word to encourage us to just accept sometimes the things we can't explain. The reason is because God's ways are higher than our ways. God sees things from a much broader view than we could ever see. God sees the beginning from the end. He sees the beginning of Genesis to the book of Revelation and everywhere in between. 
in eternity there is no time that divides things up. It's all revealed. Eternity there is no time. So you see, we need to understand that God's purposes are higher than ours, so we don't understand it. Sometimes it's not always easy. Sometimes these challenges come, and sometimes we can ask, why, Lord? Why is this happening? And at the same time, know that his ways are higher. We just have to trust, trust that he knows exactly what he's doing. Plus, we choose our miracles, but God decides the method. See, the Lord decides how he sends you that miracle. That's why we have to be able to accept the unexplainable. We have to understand that sometimes miracles come in ways that we don't understand and they happen in ways that don't make sense to us. But at the end, we begin to see at the end, it's always amazing that when you're going through a challenge and a miracle happens, and then later on, you may not, you may not always understand it, but later on, you'll say, as you look back, you go, oh, I get it. Now I know why that had to happen in order for God to do what he had to do. Jesus used clay and spit, <laughs> come on, in the healing of a blind man. I mean, think about that, uh, but praying for, the, for a blind person to receive his sight and Jesus spits on the ground and rubs it together with clay and dirt and rubs it on his eyes. I mean, that's such an unorthodox method. <laughs> come on, somebody, for a miracle. Sometimes he doesn't do it the way we think it's gonna be done. Sometimes through the process and through the challenges, right, we begin to see God create that miracle. Sometimes his methods are puzzling to our natural mind. It just doesn't compute, right? It just doesn't always make sense. See, when God performs a miracle, it requires faith to receive it. Sometimes when we don't understand it, our faith has to extend itself out to God to receive and embrace the miracle that God has for us. See, I believe that faith, that's why faith is so important because faith looks past the regular natural mind. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So we, don't, we may not be able to see it. We may not be able to comprehend it, but we know that God is gonna do it because he promises it in his word. We must accept the process to receive the promise. You know, God does miracles instantaneous at times, but he also does miracles incrementally, a series of events, a series of smaller miracles leading to the ultimate result that you and I are looking for. So just trust the Lord. Just know that God works in the Bible. So many of us say God works in mysterious ways, and he does. He does. He works in very mysterious ways, and we just have to embrace it and say, God, I'm just going to trust you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. And we give you glory and honor this morning for waking us up, oh God. Thank you, Lord God, that you are number one in our lives. And we just surrender our will to you. We surrender our ambitions. We surrender our future. We just give everything to you, Lord God. And we're accomplishing our assignment through your will and through your grace and mercy. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we know that you provide everything that we need. Because we know that where you guide you also provide. So we thank you even now, Father God, for, for making a provision for everything that we need this day in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Father God, for your forgiveness, 
Forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our shortcomings. Forgive us of some of the things that we said yesterday and today. Forgive us of, of just all the things that go through our hearts and our minds sometimes. Lord, help us to keep our hearts pure before your presence, oh God. So we thank you for your forgiveness. And Lord, give us the strength, Lord God, to forgive others. Give us the strength that we need because we know, Lord God, that we need to forgive others, not just for their sake, but for our sake as well, that our hearts and minds will be pure and, uh, and not blemished, Lord God, with all kinds of, of bitterness or resentment towards people. Father, help us to keep a pure heart no matter what people do to us. And Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for surrounding us with your angels and get us safely throughout the day in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you, Lord Father, and I praise you, Lord God, for reminding us why we're here. We're here as vessels of your glory. So use us to witness to others. Use us to share our faith, Lord God, to be a blessing, to lead people to you, oh God, that they may know you in a personal way. So Father, thank you, Lord God. And even today, Lord God, bring people into our path that need to hear your word, that need to hear the gospel of peace, and of course, the gospel that is you, oh God, your message that changes hearts and is, and is powerful and changes lives. So Father, thank you in Jesus' name for using us today, oh God, to lead people to Christ. Father, uh, we, thank, we pray right now, Lord God, for our words. Give us the words, Lord God, that we need to speak to create that atmosphere of victory. Lord, we know your word and help us to check our words before they come out of our mouths, Father God, that we'll filter them through the power of the Holy Spirit, oh Father, and that our words will speak victory because we know the devil is defeated. He is a liar. And in Jesus' name, we will not allow him to take residence in our minds or in our hearts. In Jesus' name, we cast him out. We evict him right now. In the name of Jesus, we take authority and we thank you right now for the victory in advance. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, I tell you what, God knows what happens next. God's in control of your future. When you're walking in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Amen. God bless. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.